Have you ever felt like you've got more in the tank and you know that there's more potential in you, especially in business? Jack came to set the standard and he ended up tripling his business within a couple of months. He has an email marketing company. Some of the tools and the tactics and the mindsets that we teach, we teach every two to three weeks in a free mindset webinar. This is an invite to you to come to that webinar. Just click the link below. It's the first link in the description and I'd love to see you guys there. Can't wait. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to About What Being podcast episode. 15! Jesus, we're getting along quick. Um, the five to six, one, two, three, four, five, six, the six steps for the first tips to gain some muscle. That's what, we, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And those steps are, let's go through it quickly before we get into it, is to get healthy, learn the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic states, get amazing sleep, support healthy fascia within the body, be consistent, like with a whole bunch of things, your routine, really, and don't get injured. Be on it, be in it for the long game. All right, so first uh, first thing here is get healthy. What do we mean by get healthy? Well, if you listen to my podcast episode 12, it teaches you how to get healthy. And the definition of health is, you know, what is actually healthy is health is an honest willingness to engage your body mind so that you take on body mind challenges in life as an integral part, as an integral process of creating and living your dreams and accomplishing your goals and objectives. So it's not just like, oh yeah, I eat healthy, do this. It's like being healthy for a purpose and making sure that you're uh, engaging into those challenges. And a lot of those challenges are like, you know, oh, I'm craving KFC today. Should I eat it? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> for optimal health, no, no, you probably shouldn't. I don't keep bagging on KFC. I love KFC, but like I don't eat it anymore and probably never will ever again, um, which is quite unfortunate, but I'm happy to say goodbye with that. I've, I've, I've grieved <laughs> and moved on. <laughs> All right, so first thing, get healthy. So firstly, how are you getting healthy? You want to be looking at what you're eating, how you're exercising, what you're sleeping, what you're thinking about, what you're breathing, what like different environmental factors are coming in and um, dealing with that. What stresses are coming into your life and are you dealing with those? Because it's not just, oh, are you healthy, you're fit and um, eat well anymore. There's a whole bunch of other things that come into it. And like probably the main one is stress and because stress just affects your health so bad. And what are you saying in your own um, mind as far as, you know, for encouraging and making yourself, you know, what what are the, like, the words that you're saying to yourself in your mind? Are they victim? Are they vulnerable words? Or are you, like, encouraging yourself and bringing yourself up? And then also... The other parts are extremely important, diet, exercise, and all those things. Are you exercising and what are you doing to be healthy? Because a lot of the time as well, if I'm just speaking at a a specific bodybuilding point of view, if you're just eating a lot of food, it's really not that healthy, especially if you're eating a lot of food at one time. There's a couple of things that like contribute to age. And one of the biggest things that contributes to aging, sorry, one of the biggest things that contributes to aging is eating a lot in one sitting. What? But one thing as well that um, contributes to living really long is having lots of muscle. So you think, how, how the goddamn do I do that? And it's like, well, it's called fasting. <laughs> but um, yeah, ext- extremely true. So that's one of the things that actually make you age. So get healthy first. And if you need to get healthy, sort out someone. I have a whole bunch of resources on my website that you can use in terms of get healthy. There's sleep, eating, hydration, 
I've got shopping lists, I have a recipe or ebook that's out, you can just buy that and use that. I'm literally coaching people, just getting them to try and like eat all the recipes in that book. And um, they're going through and, and like they're eating them and they're like, these are delicious and I feel amazing. I'm like, ah, isn't that right? Which is like awesome because like I focus a lot of the diets and stuff that I use around the healthiest foods possible, which is really handy. Cool, so that's the first tip is get healthy. Um, for building muscle. When you're in a healthy state and your body is not experiencing any nutritional deficiencies and it's not... Here's also something that's really important. Uh, it's like 80 to 85% of all your body's energy goes into digesting food. What? That's why the whole eating a lot um, makes your cells turn over and ends up making you age, which is... God damn, that kind of sucks because I love eating. Um, so... As far as getting healthy goes, if you're eating a lot in one, one go, your body has to use up a whole lot of nutrients and vitamins and minerals and all that stuff and water and hydration just to digest all that food. It's got to like use a lot of energy for it. And that works even, it comes to the same thing as well. If you are eating and um, like shit food that's processed and very high in sugar, even more so worse damaging to the rest of it. But the worst thing that damages um, your health is actually eating really bad quality fats. Like you'd want to eat sugar over chips, like fried chips, like like hot chips. Um, just because anything cooked in um, like sunflower oil, vegetable oil, canola oil, all of those things, if anything's cooked in any of those sunflower, yeah, I did say sunflower oil, um, if it, things are cooked in those, especially vegetable oil, like stay away. That's literally turns your cells over, makes you age, is more cancer producing than like anything that's out there, especially cooking things in a high temperature. That'll prevent you from getting healthy. So if you make different choices and you go things right and you're not completely overeating and um, doing the rest of it, especially for athletes, because I know what it's like when you're trying to put on muscle or be just really fit in general, and you have a high metabolism and you get really hungry and you want to eat all the time and, and all the rest of it, so um, just being mindful of those things and making the right choices will make you as healthy as fuck, man, and um, yeah, that's the main goal, go out there, get healthy, and when your body's in a healthy state, basically has access to all the nutrients, all the minerals, all the vitamins, all the protein, all the aminos, your body's digesting really good, like gut health is like the one of the hugest things, obviously, because, you know, it doesn't matter so much what you're eating, but it's also what you're absorbing, and I have like a whole load of digestive enzymes that I eat with my food, um, and when I'm fasting, to help all that absorption process, and do things like eat acidic foods, and use vinegar, in my foods with different things to help that digestive process because when you're digesting really good then your body has the access and the stores and the tank kind of like a full tank to build as much muscle as possible out of it especially when you put some stress onto your muscles into your system how good is that get healthy it's the most important episode 12 teach you how to do it of this podcast cool so learn the difference between parasympathetic and sympathetic states that's number two if you haven't heard this beforehand basically parasympathetic it means that you're resting you're digesting you're recovering that's doing things like going for a nice walk a nature hike earthing swimming um yoga stretching getting a massage meditating is huge being free from distraction spending time with loved ones and family and doing like lovey things even going on romantic dates and things like that that is parasympathetic stuff. Focusing on your breathing, doing breath work, all the rest of it. So good. Getting um, sauna, ice baths even. Uh, ice baths are debatable because there are a big stress on the body at, at, at the start, but later on help you get into a very good parasympathetic state. So it's d debatable. Um, that's what parasympathetic state means. Sympathetic means stress, sympathy. Ah, 
So bad. <laughs> so uh, a sympathetic state means you're under stress. So when you're stressed out, you know, stuck in traffic, if you're smashing the gym, if you're on stage doing a presentation, if you're in a fight with someone, if you've just got a million things to do and you're stressed out, if you're being emotionally responsive to things, if you've just got a lot on your plate, ugh, all of those different things. Anything that causes any sort of type of stress is a sympathetic state. And what also builds up sympathetic stress is micro stress doses at like if they're if you're continually exposed to them. They're called MSDs. And if you um, experience little um, stress doses like waking up to alarm, pressing snooze, being stuck in traffic, getting to work a little bit late, having a shitload of emails or having a lot to do or trying to look after kids or worried about and comparing yourself to other people. And, you know, if you're doing that like all day, um, answering calls, blah, 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 the rest of it. If you're doing that constantly all day, those micro stress doses build up. You basically have like a little tank of how much you can take. And once that, once that little tank has been used up, then your body kind of gets into big sympathetic, sympathetic stress because it has now, it now hasn't got the, um, I guess, capabilities or willpower to deal with all those little stresses. Extremely important to know. Basically, what can you take away? What can you do for this? Is literally just look at your day. Like I've done this exercise before. I've literally done this, sat down and wrote this out and go, okay, where is my stress during the day? Where's my biggest stress things? And where is my biggest relaxation points of the day? And I kind of said for any, any like stint of stress, I tried to remove it first. And then if I couldn't, I tried to do something parasympathetic in order to um, overcome that. So like just one example is, you know, I'd get stuck in traffic and I, freaking hated that. I used to drive like an hour to work and it would get like an hour and a half and I'd always be late and I'd be literally stressing out so hard and I couldn't get over it. It was too hard. No matter all the meditation I did, it was so hard to get over. So instead I rode my bike, caught the train and then got off the train early, rode my bike, got into town and it was a nice leisurely ride um, except the way home because I was up a big hill. That was fucked. <laughs> but still, I rode, got onto the train, I read, I meditated and then I listened to a podcast on the train. That was my, that was my usual thing. And then I'd get off my... Um, uh, train and then I'd ride through this beautiful little street and just <sighs> really focus on my breath whilst I was doing that. And that completely changed my whole mindset, my whole outlook. I was getting a little bit more exercise. I was getting my meditation in. I was getting my reading in. And by the time I got to work, I was so recharged. I was like, I'm, I'm fucking good to go. And felt crazy, incredible and amazing. That was just one of the things that come out of doing that little exercise. Super important for you to do that, whatever your routine is. That's an action point. If you take one thing away, do a little stress um, exercise and figure out where the stresses are coming in your day. If you can remove them or what you can do to counteract them. Amazing. Third point. This is the most important point. Get amazing sleep. Goddamn, just buy an aura ring. They're like three to five hundred dollars, something like that. I can't remember because they're, they're in US money, but seriously, you only need to buy it once, and it's the best investment you'll ever make in your life. You can track your sleep so ridiculously well. Just get one. And what happens is you can see as well, you can see when you're getting bad sleep and when you're doing bad stuff, but when you get a good sleep, you think to yourself, what did I do to get that good sleep? Was the did I get to bed early? Did I meditate? Did I not have too much stress that day? Did I Was I removed from distraction before I went to bed? Was my room dark? Did I have a cold um, uh, bedroom? Was everything like sort of uh, cold in there? Did I eat the right things before bed? Did I have some magnesium before bed? All of those different questions. And if you can get amazing sleep and you have it consistent, obviously that's the number one thing for health, which will regenerate it. But um, as far as gaining muscle goes, 
You gain your muscle when you're sleeping. Hang on, I'm just gonna go back for the sympathetic and parasympathetic states. <laughs> so I didn't talk about muscle building. So when you're in the gym, you wanna be as sympathetic as possible. You want to like drive your heart rate variability into the ground and like get the biggest response possible. And you wanna do that for basically one hour a day. And then for the rest of the day, you want to try and be in a parasympathetic state. Remove all your stress. That's why that exercise is so important. You want to save all your stress for when you're in the gym and go ridiculously. Well, you should be really recharged and have all the energy in the world as soon as you start exercising. right? So you save all of that energy for that. And you get in there, you crush it. And then for the rest of the day, you want to be in a parasympathetic state because that's when you're resting and digesting. And that is when your body helps build muscle. And the more parasympathetic states you get into during the day, a lot of the time, and you are having those big spikes of sympathetic states through exercise, so something positive, you will get a better sleep you will get a much better sleep because sleep is the most parasympathetic sympathetic thing you can do, especially for deep sleep. So at the start of the night as well, so from like 10 to 12 is where you really want to get some sleep. All of your hormones release, like your growth hormone and a bunch of testosterone stuff, whatever it is, release before 12 o'clock at night time. So if you want to maximize muscle gain, you need to be getting sleep before, you need to be in bed and asleep before 12 to get those hormones to spike because it's always the first couple of hours of the night is when you actually get to deep sleep and then it just decreases throughout the rest of the night. And you want to be getting as much deep sleep as possible for muscle gain and recovery. So to do that, basically, it's just like, well, try to get to bed a little earlier. And if you get those hours and you get some real big deep sleeps before 12, mate, you are on and you're going to build some damn muscle. That's one of the best tips ever. Parasympathetic states, get healthy, get some good sleep, get sleep before 12. Oh my goodness. Y'all go make some gains. I go to bed at 8.30. 8.30, push it on to 9 o'clock, 9.30 sometimes, but usually it's like 8.30, I'm like, I want to get all that deep sleep yeah, as possible, but yeah, we can get into that another time. So, uh, number four point, so that was number three, get amazing sleep. Number four is support healthy fascia. What is your fascia? Your fascia is a connective tissue that is like in between all your muscles, holds everything together. Like a lot of the time, it's the sock that your muscle sits in, and it also goes in between and around all the stuff. And basically, um, how do your muscles grow? Well, where's the light? Can't see my face. How do your muscles grow? They grow due to one, the muscles getting bigger, but two, the sock that around your um, muscle um, holds it. So that fascia sock stretches because your muscle can just get dense, right? And strong and you can like build muscle, but your muscle will not look bigger if your muscle sock does not get bigger. (laughs) What? How do you do that? It's actually like putting the muscle under load, under load in a stretched or lengthened position and getting a huge pump and making sure that your fascia is hydrated and actually has the chance to even stretch. What? How do I do that? Well, with exercises, you want to do some sort of exercises which aren't actually really heavy, which aren't heavy because that's going to increase the chance of injury like I've done to my shoulder recently. I'm so annoyed about that right now. But you want to put it under some load that can get into like a stretched position and squeeze that really hard to stretch the fascia, not for the point of building muscle. Like, oh, say this won't build muscle, but you want to build your fascia. That's going to do that. Now, also, your fascia is basically like if you get a steak and you pull it apart and you see all the see-through stuff that comes through it, that's your fascia. How does your muscle actually get built? How does your body put on, put on muscle? And it's literally through the little antennas and electrical signals signals that run through all your fascia, once your body um, 
is like done destruction. Like you've gone to the gym, you've destroyed it, and like you know they say, oh, you rip your muscle fibers and you grow new ones. That is true, or you, or they grow together. Like that is true, but what actually tells them to do that and tells them to grow, um, to grow bigger and stronger is actually the little electrical signals in your fascia. It's not the muscle destruction itself. It is the little signals in the fascia which make your muscles grow and send the signals and tell you to do it. What I know, right? This is just crazy. It blows my mind even just talking about it. So what can I do to do that and support them? Well, you have to have hydrated muscles and your, ma- your fascia has to be hydrated. Basically, if you don't listen to my podcast on hydration, listen to that one. Have a look and listen to it. It's so goddamn important, especially for muscle building, which is why it says support healthy fascia. Hydrate your fascia. What, what you do is, well, basically, when your fascia is dehydrated, it looks all crusty. They look like spider webs and you're like, oh, how's that working? Electrical signals don't get sent through them. But if your fascia is hydrated, it looks sort of like um, frog's eggs. Everything's like put together and they look very wet and moist and beautiful. And what that means is that electrical signals can get through that really well. Electrical signals can travel through there really well. What does that mean? That means that when you're destroying your muscles and you're destroying your fascia, the electrical signals can get through, tell things to grow, and also rebuild new, healthy fascia. Amazing. So getting a huge pump, putting your muscles under load for a stretch position. So what I do, just one example for that, is I do incline dumbbell press at the end of like all my chest sessions. But what I do is I hold the dumbbells in the up position as much as possible, and I sort of um, tilt the dumbbells in a triangle motion, so it makes like a triangle, and I come down, like, and I come down really far in my chest, just for the point to get a really huge stretch in my chest, and I do a little pulses, and a few pulses in the stretch position, and then push up, boom, then squeeze as hard as possible, and then come down nice and slow, get to that stretch position, and that has like significantly helped my chest grow, because that sock is getting um, bigger as well, which also helps do that as ballistic exercises, and ballistic exercises is like doing something like a push-up clap, because you're pushing through the exercise as much as possible, and like what happens is you're not slowing down at the end, like if you do a bench press, at the end of the rep, you slow down, lock out, and then we don't really lock out, you want a soft lock and then come back down. But with a push-up clap, you're just pushing completely through, maximum force, boom. Um, Those things also help the sock grow, all the rest of it as well. So support your fascia. And also, what's fascia made out of? Collagen. (laughs) So instead of using like whey protein or something, get a hydrolyzed collagen protein, consume bone broth, eat things like organ meats, and go through anything um, collagen producing, get your vitamin C in there, because vitamin C also helps the production of collagen in your body. What? That was a lot to take in. If you need to pause and just re-go over that, do again, because that is some fucking gold right there. Cool. Point number five, be consistent. Do all of these things every goddamn day for the rest of your life. And I don't say that lightheartedly. The only reason like I'm, I've done well and had sort of success in getting a pro card naturally without any damn steroids is that I, like if you think about, if I look back for my past, like let's say seven years, how many times a week have I skipped the gym? Fucking nothing. <laughs> the only time I have done is like when I've gone on a holiday or something and I haven't had the chance to go. But even on holidays, I will still get to the gym, do a fitness session. I don't want to go on a holiday and just fucking relax and hang out. Like, oh, that sounds so boring and fucking dull to me. Well, I want to go on a holiday. I want to go away 
on a holiday where there's awesome food and they have great fitness camps and things like that on or great places or amazing gyms I can go to and have like really fun sessions doing what I love to do. Like that's the best holidays for me as well as having huge parasympathetic days where I can have some days off. So, which is extremely enjoyable. Let my body recover as much as possible, which does include having two, three, four days off of gym. I'm happy to do that because it's going to help me build my muscle. But you know, at least once a week, I want to be in there like having a good old time releasing all this energy that I've just built up. Um, which is amazing, but being consistent, so doing this stuff every single day, every single week, for months, for years, like literally, I've been going to the gym with some of my best friends, right, since God knows what age, right, we have been doing the same workouts and eating really similar, reading, eating similarly and regularly for the same period of time, all I can say is that the reason I have more muscle compared to my friends is because I haven't gone for a long period where I haven't not been training. If all of my friends had been doing the exact same training and things that I have been doing and like we did it together and now we're consistent, didn't have any time off, they'd all be as jacked as me. (laughs) Probably more so, they'd be more jacked. (laughs) And I'm not saying that lightheartedly either. That is the truth. Some of my friends were machines. The only reason is I've just been consistent. So important. Step number six. Don't goddamn get injured. Like me, my shoulder, I could whinge about it for days right now. God, my God, it's so annoying. But you don't want to get injured. You want to be looking after yourself, doing all the things. Like I've gone before this shoulder injury that I've got now. It's literally been like a year over, almost two years where I haven't been injured. Oh, I just love saying that. Like, it's been so good. But, you know, after all that time, I've been slacking a little bit mobility and massages and things like that. Something was due to go down. I've been working really hard recently. Damn it! It's so annoying. You don't want to get injured because it slows down your progress. You can get around some things. Like for me, I've figured all the stuff I can do to get around, get sore, get a real good workout in, stimulate all my muscles still everywhere, but it's still super annoying because there's things that I want to be doing and some goals I want to be hitting and some tracking things that I want to be nailing in a cut right now. So don't do that. Don't be like me right now. Don't get injured. Do the mobility stuff. Do the stretching. Do the recovery. Eat the foods foods that are inflammatory, uh, that are anti-inflammatories and make sure that you're not eating foods that are really high in inflammation and make sure you're getting rest and recovery. I've driven myself into the ground the past few weeks or past couple months because I've just been working so hard and doing all of this stuff and a bunch of other things and creating a bunch of programs and things for people and coaching people and working and blah, 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 all the rest of it. Because I've been doing all of those things, something's going to show up and it did. Don't make those mistakes and don't do things silly like don't go out and party like crazy one night, whatever it is and take all the drugs and alcohol in the world. Listen to my last podcast if you like, want to learn how to support yourself through doing all of that stuff. Um, episode 13 that was, um, how to send it. That's the good one. Listen to that one. But basically don't go out and do that stuff and then train like an animal the next day. Just do some light stuff. Look after yourself. Most of the times I've injured myself, I've been extremely tired. Like when I did my shoulder, I was extremely tired. It was super early in the morning and I was like, Ugh, going on the decon bench. I'm like, oh, my shoulder hurts a little bit, but I'm still going to do this anyway. Poof, there went my shoulder. Dickhead! Dick. Head, but still, this is an extremely important saying that I'll always stick to and always remember. Listen to this. You have got you will get injured whether you're lifting a feather or a ton of weight. So when your body is ready to get injured, it'll snap. Doesn't matter. My body was ready. I put it under the load. Boom, damn, I should have nursed it a little bit better, which is what I'm saying. Please do this. A lot of the time getting like some sort of injuries is like uh, almost impossible, but like you could actually do it. And I encourage you to be careful of that. So the six steps or the six tips 
to gain muscle. Well, basically, yeah, because if you get injured for gaining muscle, every time you get injured, it's going to reduce your muscle gain. At the moment, my shoulder, I don't think I'm going to lose any muscle gain, thank God, because I can stimulate my muscles properly. I said that beforehand. But still, you will reduce, maybe I'll reduce the amount of muscle gain that I will be able to get in the upcoming months, which is just like, oh, God, fuck that. Frank Zane goes over that so intently. He's just like, you know, he's 70 years old. He's more jacked than me now. He looks amazing. He's won the Mr. Olympia. He's done all that stuff. And he was like... I was in this interview, I was listening to him and someone asked, what would you say to yourself if you could talk to yourself when you were younger? And he said, well, firstly, I'd say, don't get injured. I was like, oh, I know. God, I understand that so well. It makes so much sense. So yeah, the six tips to gain some muscle. Get healthy. Be as healthy as possible. Do all the things. Remove bad health. Bring in good health. Learn the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic states. Maximize the sympathetic states when you're training. Maximize parasympathetic states for the rest of the days. And also get a good sleep, which is number third tip. Because of all your hormones that release in your growth hormone, which you really want to maximize and spike at the start of the day and night, make sure that you're getting amazing sleep and getting into bed before 12, so you're getting those hours away sleeping. Next, support healthy fascia. Go went deep into that. Fascia is what actually makes your muscle grow. Your muscle will not grow if the sock of fascia that surrounds your muscle does not stretch and isn't healthy either. Look after that. Be consistent. Also as well, with the fascia, a lot of the time it will stretch just with muscle growth, but I'm just more meaning if it's tight, if your fascia, the sock around your muscle is tight, that can reduce the growth of your muscle. Your muscle can just get dense and the sock can just stay there if it's tight. Be consistent. So be consistent for the rest of your life. If you want to gain muscle gain, like, sorry, I'm just putting it out there. You have to do it. There's just no negotiables through that. If you have something ever up or event or something that's coming in, like roughly soon, it's like, when can you get to the gym? Sort yourself out. For something you're depressed, you're anxious, do listen to one of my um, podcasts around doing like mental stuff. I have one on there. Um, I can't remember what episode it is. Actually, I'll pull it up real quickly. Mindset. Looking for... Looking for, I think it was the discipline. So episode three and episode seven. So about well-being episode seven, if you could change your mindset, what would you do? That would extremely support being consistent because if your mind is healthy, it's a lot likely that you're going to get to the gym and if you're motivated. And I just did a podcast as well. Episode 14 is how to get fitness motivated. Those things can help you be consistent. Do those. That's where all the mindset stuff comes into. I literally just had a client talk to me recently. I just signed up a new client and they were saying, Man, I just literally, I'm sick of having diets and programs and I just can't stick to them or I haven't got the motivation to do it. I'm like, well, you need to do all these other exercises and this fine, fine, fine foundational stuff to get your mindset right so you can go out there and crush them. The last point, don't get injured. I went over. You just reduce all the stuff. Eat anti-inflammatory foods. Don't eat inflammatory foods and make sure you do a mobility stability make sure your training program is split is even as fuck for you what is your body like where do you need the strengths and weaknesses to be like assess what your split look like because all of this comes down to is an ultimate routine so thanks for listening everyone i hope you got some tips out of this i think this one was a really good one this was actually a good podcast make sure you if you like this share it to your story Please share it to your story. Send it to some people that you love that will really help me. Send me a like or follow me on this type of stuff. Um, that helps me out with like everything that I do. And I, and I see it too. And then I can say thank you to you, which is awesome. Subscribe to my website, www.coreyboutwell.com because that's where I put out a whole bunch of free information. There's all the good articles there for things for you to read. And yeah, sending you some really big love. Enjoy the rest of your day. And that's about it. Catch gotcha. ya. 
Thank you so much for getting this far into the podcast. As a token of my appreciation for the loyal listeners, you can get a $50 discount of your first month inside the Set the Standard community. That'll help you double your business and reprogram your mind. We have two live group coaching calls per month, eight modules and challenges, and an exclusive network where you can meet all the men who are setting the standard in here. Please use the code PODCAST capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get the first $50 off of your first month. Can't wait to see you guys in there.